she's so lucky. She has a business that enables for launching. I could never do that because that could never work for me. Is it? Or is launching a tool that could work for so many people who aren't using it? I'm happy to tell you that launching is a science and I can teach you that science because I have a five-step framework, namely the launch blueprint (laughs) that is going to help you to make launching easy. So follow along because I'm going to teach you the five core steps to make your launch easy. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fail to Win, a show where we love to make mistakes and learn from them so you can turn your passion into profits and live life on your own terms. I'm Amy van der Putten from Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode with simple strategies every Tuesday. You might think launching is very, 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 very difficult and overwhelming, but what if I told you that there is an actual science to this launch game that we play? It's not for nothing that I am launching my new course, The Launch Playbook, because I look at launching as being a game. A really fun game where you can play or you can learn every round you play the game. And you can also get really great life-changing results because launching can be an amazing asset for you, both personally as well as for your business, because you can get an actual cash injection and client injection in your business. So often we struggle with getting enough clients or we want to do something new, but we don't know how to reach new people. Or, you know, we want to buy a house and the bank won't give us a loan. So we think... Fuck it, I'll take care of it myself. That is actually what happened to me two years ago. um, Literally, my bank didn't want to give me a loan. I was already in the middle of my launch then. And I thought, you know what? Okay, you won't give me a loan. Then I'll go and make sure I can make this money cash. And ever since that happened, and I started telling my story about what happened then, and I got so motivated, you know, to amp up my sales, I have gotten so many emails and messages from people telling me, oh my God, the same thing happened to me. Because I am self-employed, I can't get a loan without my parents co-signing the loan. Or, you know, I really want to quit my job, but I'm afraid because I really want to buy a house. And I need, you know, my my wages to uh, prove that I can buy the house. And I mean, one of the people I work with uh, recently couldn't even get a car loan without weeks and weeks of phone calls. Because basically life or finances get made really difficult for people who are self-employed. And that's why I want to bring the gift of launching to everyone who wants to make more money faster and also wants to really put out their brand, like put their brand out there and attract new clients. Because when you launch in a really short amount of time, you can reach a lot of people. That means you can change many, many people's lives. You can fill your calendar and you can really increase the numbers on your bank account. But you might be thinking, that sounds great, Amy, but I don't know where to start or I tried it once and it didn't work or it was just really overwhelming or how the fuck does that work and when do I decide? I don't know exactly how you're feeling right now, but uh, I do know that today I hope to take some of the overwhelm away by teaching you that launching is a science and I can teach you that science. By the way, if you've already launched in the past and it didn't work well go and have a look at last week's episode or have a listen is what I should say because in episode 155 I talk about why your launch wasn't a success in the past so I recommend um, after this episode you go there or maybe you go there right now and then you come back here because um, yeah I think those tips are really going to help you to improve in the future Um, if you haven't noticed 
obviously I'm in the middle of marketing the fact that I have a launch product now because I am working on creating a course and the course is called the Launch Playbook that is going to teach people how I play the game of launching. So I'm creating a playbook that you can use so you have that magical scientific gift of launching in your hands so you can make a name for yourself, attract new clients and make more money. Um, It's really funny, by the way, because (laughs) as I'm recording this episode, we have been working on the messaging and the transformation of the course. And as I hear myself talking, and I don't know if Amber can hear this, but as I'm talking it through, a lot of the messaging is coming out. So we were in a brainstorm meeting with the team last week. We're like writing and stuff. And now I'm actually talking in a podcast and really actually talking about the new course. And it's getting um, easier and easier to really see what, what we're talking about. Because... Also for me, I always have to learn. And what we were doing last week was actually the first phase of our launch, and that is the plan phase. And when you take your time for the first phase of your launch, the plan phase, you won't get overwhelmed. But the thing is, if you've never launched before, or if you just don't know where to start or how to structure things, it can be really overwhelming. So the plan phase, uh, we could say this is like half of the workload, but um, the plan phase kind of means obviously planning the calendar. When are you doing what? Um, Analyzing what's necessary. This could be for a new product. Obviously also analyzing what's needed for the product. Um, But this could also be analyzing content. What is going to make or break your launch? Which kind of bonuses do you want to add? Because we have the plan, analyze, and the side types of themes there. And I really you know, take all of that together in one phase because there's five P's. We have the five phases we're going to walk through today is plan, prime, proof, permit, and peak. And that means in the first phase, I look at everything that's planning, analyzing, deciding, basically all of the key information you need for your launch. And for example, what is the price? What is the name of your course? Uh, what is the, what is the tagline or what's the things that need to be included as i'm recording this it's actually october 20th i've talked about this in the previous episode but when you're recording podcasts obviously it's such a mindfuck (laughs) because you like i have this in front of me this episode airs on november 8th but obviously now it's october 20th so i have to take into account what happens then but i also have to think about the fact that people might listen to that episode later on and at the same time I just have a normal work day today and I have to think about the fact, the things that I need to do. And obviously we are in the middle of our plan and prime phase right now with our launch. So I was like, oh no, I need to give feedback on the branding, but that isn't until tomorrow. (laughs) So I'm winning. (laughs) Um, Yeah, on a a personal note, I was very overwhelmed uh, in the past month, which actually didn't necessarily have anything to do with the launch. Although obviously... Even when you plan really well, stuff is going to come up. So what you want to do with your plan phase is you want to make sure there's a really good baseline so that you have the space for extra stuff. Something I always need to work on is planning some more time for content creation for myself because I tend to skip that. So as I'm looking at this right now, I am going to mark that for myself. Like in the plan phase, I already need to plan out time during my launch for in-the-moment content creation, for example, as well as before the launch content creation before the launch. Um, So when you're listening to this episode, for example, this week and next week, we're in the middle of the launch. So I'm going to make sure that I have some time slots just booked for myself for some extra reels and stories and stuff that pops up in the moment so I can actually do those things during the launch. But what is that key information? Key information that you have to decide on during a plan phase is milestones, for example. 
when are you opening? You know, when are you putting it online? When are you starting to talk about your product? When do people get access? When does it get delivered? You know, depending on if you have products, programs, services, it doesn't really matter what you have. Um, but also which bonuses, which discounts, which events take place, any type of decision. It's not creating. Creating can happen whenever throughout the phases. I don't even talk about that here. That's more that has to do with your project management. But there's just a phase before before you actually start priming your audience that your marketing, your product development, your sales all need to have a plan that's set in stone or fairly set in stone so you can actually start taking action. Because if you never have a plan, you can actually never get started on doing the work that matters. Plan phase. First, make all of your decisions. And then you can kind of divide the work, you know, you can start doing the work. For me, that would be content creating. For us, that would be, you know, uh, co-creating emails. Um, that would be, I don't know, uh, making the visuals. That would be setting up the actual course. All of that stuff creation follows after we've made decisions. The next phase is the actual prime phase. And the prime phase would be the moment that you start hearing me talk about something that's coming up or being like hello I have something that's coming up it's still a secret I did it this summer with my business summer school and I primed like a week or two weeks I think and people were really like but what is it that you're gonna launch what is it what is it so by the time the actual opening of the free business summer school rolled around people were already just you know breathing down my neck to see what was going to be happening. And that's because we had a really good prime phase because I had talked about the pain. I was like, it really hurts me to see that the government isn't doing anything about it. Schools aren't teaching kids about finances. I really want to change this. So I'm coming out with something new. Keep an eye out on my profile because I'm going to be launching it on, I think it was July 8th that I actually launched it. So that's priming, really getting people on board. This is a really important phase. If you skip that, no one actually cares that you are launching anything. Uh, this could also be the phase where you are uh, building up a waitlist, for example. And then the next phase is your proof phase. And in the proof phase, you want to prove to your audience that you, your brand, your product is worth buying from. So basically, you do this all year round. Uh, in your brand awareness, you make sure that people think you are an authentic authority, you're trustworthy, you offer value. I do this with my podcast. Every week, I prove my value by giving you useful tips in the podcast. And you also want to do this during your launch because a lot of people forget to do this and then you actually burn your audience through your launch. But you can actually build up your audience during a launch if you keep on giving really, really good tips and advice. So in your proof phase... Um, which is, by the way, the only phase other people look at. A lot of people don't do the plan phase, don't do the prime phase, don't do the permit and the peak phase. They only focus on proof, which is like, hello, here's the product. And they open the product to a waitlist that's empty because they didn't prime it enough. And then they're like, this is it, buy it. And yeah, you also need to do that. You need to announce what your product is. You need to show what the features are of your product um, and all of that stuff. And also you want to prove your worth by giving some free advice as well. I think someone who does fairly, like she does a really good job at this is my friend um, Celine Charlotte. Most of her content is in Dutch, but she really like, she gives a lot of useful tips and then she's also launching a product. So we, we can never forget that proving our worth is not only proving what the product is worth, but it's also proving that in general, we are trustworthy because you would never buy from me if I would have never given you an aha moment for free. So why would you expect people to buy from you if you've never given anything of value? For a service, this is easy. You make sure that people know you're an authority, your expertise, show it, give tips. 
for a product-based business, you might be thinking, but how do I prove my value? This could have to do with your production process, with how you choose elements, how you create your products. So you can really take people with you in your creation process so that they realize like, oh, this person really thinks about all of that and they work really hard for it, which increases people's trust factor, which is when they will actually feel comfortable buying from you. When you prove your worth, both of your product, program, whatever, as well as of your general brand, that's when people are going to feel comfortable buying from you. Which brings us to the next phase. And by the way, all of these phases are the launch blueprints. I can explain them in very big detail, which is going to be a really big part of my course and how you actually execute on all of these phases. Right now, I just want to take you with me in the fact that there are different phases that you go through. Okay, I hope this is making sense. So the next phase is the permit phase. This is a phase everyone skips. um, And that has to do with the fact that there is a moment when people kind of want to buy, but they need permission to buy, which is why I call it the permit phase. You want to permit your audience to buy from you. And you do this by really opening the conversation, by talking about frequently asked questions, by engaging with people, by uh, looking at what objections are um, towards buying your product. And what a lot of people don't know is that when someone says, oh, yeah, I want to, but I don't have the money right now, that in 80% of the cases, that is not the true objection. There's something else holding them back. And through your content, you could actually give people permission to buy. You just need to start the conversation. You need to start learning what types of content you're going to put out there. I can teach you that, by the way, in my launch playbook course. So in the the permit phase, let's say it's more about engaging that. And I would go live more in a permit phase than in a previous phase. The way these phases work, by the way, you can look at it as this is the entire timeline of of a launch. But you can also look at it as all the five Ps take place within a phase of a launch as well. So... um, The final phase is a peak, but we have a peak in every big phase of our launch. Our pre-order is a peak. Our early bird is a peak. Our close card is a peak. When a bonus disappears, it's a peak. When a price goes up, it's a peak. And what's really important is that every launch has peaks. You close your doors. You stop the launch. A bonus disappears. Price goes up. But not enough people actually monetize those peaks. Because there's one of two problems. Either you don't have a peak... You need to create one. That's when you look at your launch plan visually, uh, which is, again, what I'm going to teach you in the launch playbook. And you look at it and you think, okay, am I giving people enough incentive to buy then? If that's not the case, make sure that there is, you know, it could be an extra session with you that's not available anymore. It could be a bonus. It could be a discount. Bear in mind that those are uh, tactics and not strategies. In your launch, in your plan phase is going to be the analysis where you need, really need to look at your strategy, your avatar, the pain points, the transformation. All of that stuff needs to be very clear in your key information. How you make those decisions, how you define all of that, your strategy for your launch. I'm going to teach you in the launch blueprints, inside of the launch playbook, obviously. But if you're interested in it, uh, go and check it out, you know, uh, through fastforwardamy.com forward slash the launch playbook. Depending on when you go to that link, there's going to be a really special offer for you. Um, if I could have <laughs> learned this from me, I would have bought this many years ago. It could have made me a lot more money and impacted many more people's lives. So what I wanted to say about the peak is, um, yeah, one of two problems usually. Either you don't have a peak, which means you need to build in a peak. I would say at least once every two weeks in a launch, you need a peak. We've worked with um, having a peak every week, which works kind of okay, but... 
Often a week is not long enough to get a message out there. So we've just decided that when we have something extra we want to tell people, we kind of need 50% more time than we think we do. So basically, I would say every 10 to 14 days, having a peak is great in a launch. And sometimes I'll do a pop-up. I'll be like, hey, everyone who signs up today gets a video from me or gets a picture of my cat, stuff like that. You can create a little bit of a peak if you want that. Uh, But make sure that you have peaks and that has to do with FOMO, fear of missing out. You can implement that in your sales through urgency and scarcity. It is really important. It might feel like you don't want to be too pushy. You don't want to be too salesy, but it is just buying behavior of people. If I go to the grocery store and I see my toothpaste that there's a two plus one, I'm like, I'll grab three toothpastes. toothpaste yeah but maybe I still had toothpaste at home but you know I'll use it at some point and it does incentivize me to buy so look at urgency scarcity mid-card bonuses stuff like that as giving people an incentive to buy from you the second problem which is actually something very often occurring is that you have a peak but you're not talking about it. This could be a bonus that's disappearing, a price that's going up, but you were kind of like, yeah, but not as many people have been buying in the past few days, so I'm not going to talk about it on the last day of the launch. What? No. I have launched, I kid you not, like a week long, every single day, talking about stuff, talking about stuff, no one buying, no one buying, no one buying, and on the very last day, 11 people buy for 50,000 euros in total revenue. This happens. But look at your own behavior. Maybe you're someone who will buy quickly, but most people are people who will buy at the very last minute. So never give up until you hit the peak of your launch, which is, for example, when you close your sales. Keep talking about it. Keep pointing out that it's closing. Keep pointing out the peak. Keep saying the bonus is going to disappear. Talk about it because this is how you create the peak. And if there is a peak and no one knows because you stop talking about it, you're not going to hit a peak in sales. And that's what you wanted. That's why you're going to make a bonus or add stuff like that. People, by nature, they need a push to take action. So if you offer that push and you actually talk about that fact and you go live and you answer questions, you're going to create a peak in your sales. And after a while, you have enough data from your launch that you know the next time I can do it like this and this and these things are going to hit a peak like that. I'm at the point where at the start of a phase or the first hour of opening or even the first 15 minutes of a launch, I can more or less know how many sales we're going to be hitting in total, for example, if we look at all of the data. But that kind of also implies that you look at your launch not as an end-all be-all, but kind of like as a test to gather data. And that's what I would recommend you do because it is a game that you can play launching. Thanks for listening to the episode. And as always, you know that you can find a written recap of all of the things I talked about through fastforwardamy.com forward slash 156, because this is episode 156. Have a great day. And uh, yeah, let's launch. (music) 